And welcome to the Earth Church. I'm Reverend Billy. Sing trees, jail, sing trees, jail, sing trees. Sing trees, jail, sing trees. What's that all about? Our family of activists here in New York are singing in our Earth Church, 5 p.m. Sundays in the East Village. And we sing our songs, are basically prayers to the natural world. And then we go out, walk into the local forest, uh, which borders on the East River, and which real estate people are chainsawing. Uh, 500 trees have been downed. It's New York corruption at its worst. We commune with the trees that are still surviving. And then we get arrested because we're getting in the way of the chainsaws. We're slowing down the slaughter. So then we go to jail and we sit there in this stinky cell and ask for water and try to remember a lawyer's number. And finally, they let us go. At some point, we walk back to the church, which is on the same street as the jail. And we sing again with a room full of friends. Some of the songs are tough going, like Extinction is Real, Extinction is Here. And some are hopeful, like, be kind to the animals, be kind to the trees, be kind to the butterflies, be kind to the sea. Sing, trees, jail, sing, trees, jail, sing, trees, jail, sing, trees, jail. sacred grandmother, the Mother Earth, is what it's all about. Once we understand and know and feel that she is alive, you know, Western science has ascertained that. In the early 80s, they sank a, a shaft in Greenland, of all places, 
mile or so down into the earth and brought up data for months and months. And with that data, they ascertained that the earth is a living organism in space. So now you've got your proof. You've got your proof. So please, start putting it in your heart. Get it up here. Now put it here. And she's alive. And she hurts. And she feels like you and I. With that kind of respect and knowledge, then this junk, all this junk, wouldn't happen. And you will understand the value, the spiritual value of a mountain that is the breasts. The mountains are the breasts of our mother, the earth, and that's where we go for, to nurture our spirituality. Ask any religion on earth. Ask any scientist about the ions. And if you don't know what ions are, then go to your heart. I want to thank everyone for this play. I want to thank everyone for this honor. And I want to thank you for your attention. Oh, we We are all related.
Extinction is real. Extinction is here. We better say I love you before we disappear. Extinction number six. One, two, three, four, five. Do something to remember if someone does survive. Oh, our hearts are beating. Now I know why. On the living earth there is no goodbye. Extinction is real. Extinction is here. We better say I love you before we disappear. Extinction number six. One, two, three, four, five. Do something to remember. Someone does survive. Extinction, extinction. My God, what a word. It's everywhere. It's nowhere. It flies like a bird. Let go of the myth, extinction will surprise. Now we can really love. Death makes the sun rise. 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 Extinction is real. Extinction is here. We better say I love you before we disappear. Extinction number six. One, two, three, four, five. Do something to remember if someone does survive. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. Fires continue to rage across northern New Mexico. The Calf Creek Hermit Peaks fire is already the third largest fire on record in the state. High winds and drought are making it difficult for nearly 1,200 firefighters to slow down the blaze, which has been burning for almost a month. MIT researchers have developed a portable desalination unit weighing less than 10 kilograms that can remove particles and salts to generate drinking water. The suitcase-sized device, which requires less power to operate than a cell phone charger, can also be driven by a small portable solar panel. It automatically generates drinking water that exceeds World Health Organization quality standards. The technology is packaged into a user-friendly device that runs with the push of one button. Bees are known for being agents of pollination, and ecologists have explored many of the stinging insects for decades. However, a new study reveals that bees, during pollination, activate the natural medicine or medicinal properties of various nectars to protect themselves against parasite infections. 
The bees can release these medicinal compounds through their digestive processes and the gut microbiome. An international team of paleontologists have discovered remarkable new evidence that pterosaurs, the flying relatives of dinosaurs, were able to control the color of their feathers using melanin pigments. The new study is based on analyses of a new 115-million-year-old fossilized head crest of the pterosaur Tupendactylus imperator from northeastern Brazil. Pterosaurs lived side-by-side -side with dinosaurs 230 to 66 million years ago. Cognitive impairment as a result of severe COVID-19 is similar to that sustained between 50 and 70 years of age and is the equivalent to losing 10 IQ points, say a team of scientists from the University of Cambridge and Imperial College London. The results of the study suggest the effects are still detectable more than six months after the acute illness and that any recovery is at best gradual. There is growing evidence that COVID-19 can cause lasting cognitive and mental health problems, with recovered patients reporting symptoms including fatigue, brain fog, problems recalling words, sleep disturbances, anxiety, and even post-traumatic stress disorder months after infection. In the UK, a study found that around one in seven individuals surveyed reported having symptoms that included cognitive difficulties 12 weeks after a positive COVID-19 test. Avian flu continues to ravage the population of wild birds across the US since the beginning of the year. Latest developments indicate that more than 30 bald eagles have succumbed to the growing pathogenic disease. The geographical data shows that most of the eastern half of the United States has already recorded cases of bird flu. Due to the rate and pattern of infection, the virus is likely to spread in other states across the continental U.S. The avian influenza has also infected other species of wild birds, including mallard, snowy owl, Canada goose, tundra swan, cooper's hawk, and American green-winged teal. Approximately 30 million chickens and turkeys have been culled at commercial bird farms across the U.S. The U.S. is recycling just 5% of its plastic waste, a new study shows. According to the Last Beach Cleanup and Beyond Plastics report, about 85% of plastic ends up in landfills, with 10% incinerated. Landfilled plastic waste in the United States has been on the rise for many reasons, including low recycling rates, population growth, consumer preference for single-use plastics, and low disposal fees in certain parts of the country. A study of nearly 9,000 children found those who eat a vegetarian diet had similar measures of growth and nutrition compared to children who eat meat. The study also found that children with a vegetarian diet had higher odds of underweight weight status, emphasizing the need for special care when planning the diets of vegetarian children. A new study by researchers at the National Institute of Standards and Technology and their collaborators highlights a sharp contrast between urban and suburban ways of thinking about coastal ecosystems. The authors of the study used statistical and cognitive science techniques to analyze data from a survey of 1,400 residents across the U.S. East Coast. Their results, published in the journal NPI Urban Sustainability, showed that surveyed residents of urban centers often held a more simplistic and less realistic understanding of coastal ecosystems than residents in suburban areas. The research also uncovered a lower propensity to take pro-environmental actions among urban populations. The study provides evidence for an issue that authors refer to as urbanized knowledge syndrome, which may be detrimental to natural ecosystems and hamper community resilience to natural disasters. 
Substituting 20% of meat from cattle with microbial protein, a meat alternative produced in fermentation tanks by 2050, could have deforestation, a new analysis finds. The market-ready meat alternative is very similar in taste and texture, but is a biotech product which, by replacing beef, involves much less land resources and greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture and land use change. This goes under the assumption of a growing world population's increasing appetite for beef-like foods. And it is the first time researchers have projected the development of these market-ready meat substitutes into the future, assessing their potential impact on the environment. A study in the Journal of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry reports that children with ADHD and emotional dysregulation randomized to take a micronutrient formula were three times more likely to show symptomatic improvement compared to those in the placebo group. The micronutrient formula, consisting of all known vitamins and essential minerals, was administered for eight weeks. Supplementing with all known vitamins and essential minerals at doses between recommended daily allowance and upper tolerable limit may improve mood and concentration in children with ADHD and emotional dysregulation. Shell, Europe's largest energy company, reported this week its biggest ever quarterly profit, reflecting high prices for oil and natural gas spurred by the war in Ukraine and tightness in world energy markets. The company's adjusted earnings of $9.1 billion for the January to March period were almost triple the $3.2 billion it earned in the same period a year earlier. Beyond high energy prices, Shell took advantage of the volatility in the markets to rake in trading profits. It also cut costs deeply during the pandemic, enhancing profit now that prices and sale volumes have risen. An unusually early, record-shattering heat wave in India has reduced wheat yields, raising questions about how the country will balance its domestic needs with ambitions to increase exports and make up for shortfalls due to Russia's war in Ukraine. Gigantic landfills in India's capital, New Delhi, have caught fire in recent weeks. Hundreds of forest fires are burning in the northern region of Himachal Pradesh. Schools in eastern Indian state Odisha have been shut for a week. And in neighboring West Bengal, schools are stocking up on oral rehydration salts for children. On Tuesday, Rajgarh, a city of over 1.5 million people in central India, was the country's hottest, with daytime temperatures peaking at 46.5 degrees Celsius or 115 degrees Fahrenheit. Temperatures breached the 45 degrees Celsius mark in nine other cities. But it was the heat in March, the hottest in India since records first started being kept in 1901, that stunted the wheat crops. Wheat is very sensitive to heat, especially during the final stage when its kernels mature and ripen. Indian farmers time their planting so that this stage coincides with India's usually cooler spring. The northern Indian state of Himachal Pradesh normally sees rain, hail, and even snow in higher areas at this time of year, but many parts have seen no precipitation in two months, sparking more and bigger blazes than normal. Over the last 15 years, Florida manatees have started appearing in distant parts of Cuba and Mexico. Surprising researchers who have long believed the animals wouldn't cross large bodies of water to reach other suitable habitats. The sightings have several still unproven explanations, including that degraded habitats and a lack of food on the Florida coast are forcing the animals to move elsewhere in the region. Some speculate that cell phone technology is merely allowing people to document long-standing manatee behavior. And now, the sounds of extinction. 
black holes. The black hole at the center of the Perseus galaxy cluster is known to make sound. Astronomers discovered that pressure waves sent out by the black hole caused ripples in the cluster's hot gas that could be translated into a note, one that humans cannot hear, some 57 octaves below middle C. Now a new sonification brings more notes to this black hole sound machine. This sonification, that is the translation of astronomical data into sound, is being released by NASA. The popular misconception that there is no sound in space originates with the fact that most of space is essentially a vacuum, providing no medium for sound waves to propagate through. A galaxy cluster, on the other hand, has copious amounts of gas that envelop the hundreds or even thousands of galaxies within it, providing a medium for the sound waves to travel. In this new sonification of Perseus, the sound waves astronomers previously identified were extracted and made audible for the first time. The sound waves were extracted in radial directions, that is, outwards from the center. The signals were then resynthesized into the range of human hearing by scaling them upward by 57 and 58 octaves above their true pitch. They are being heard 144 quadrillion and 288 quadrillion times higher than their original frequency. And hear the sound of the black hole at the center of the Perseus galaxy cluster. Sing tree jail, sing tree jail, sing tree jail, sing tree jail, sing. This is the cycle that we keep repeating in the Earth Church. If you ask me where the, the cycle begins and where it ends, well, the jail makes us tough, singing in the church makes us feel free, but the trees, well, that's the miracle. I read in one of those Secret Life of Plants books that scientists have never understood how energy in a tree can go from a branch to an underground root simultaneously, all at once. There's no friction. The wood doesn't slow. There's no journey through the wood. There's nothing, not even time. The energy, well, I mean energy. How would we know what to call it? It might be information, yeah, it could be thoughts, feelings, whatever trees have. Anyway, if it starts in a branch, it can go to the root, but there's no time lag. It starts in both places, all right? And when we're standing there singing our Earth Alleluia songs, we're singing, be kind to the animals, be kind to the trees, is one of those Flashes of uh, energy, whatever, the tree emotions, whatever it is. Is it possible that the tree, here's a, here's a thought, is the tree th singing along with us? <laughs> and as the chainsaw people approach, and as the police approach, and we feel fear, do the trees feel fear too? Or um, maybe they're comforting us because we know we 
feel for them, maybe they feel for us too. Well, that's the kind of thing we talk about in the treeless place called jail. Did you feel that? Did you feel the trees? Did you feel the earth? Oh, what does the earth think of all those hundreds of stumps? The earth, the earth must have that simultaneous energy just like the tree. Jail doesn't make us tough. I think I misspoke. Jail translates the forest. Yes, and everything begins there. Sing tree jail. Sing tree jail, sing tree jail, sing tree jail, sing tree jail, sing It's time to give thanks, attributions, gratitude in all its forms to the people that have made this Earth Church service. Let's start with Russell Means, co-founder of the American Indian Movement, AIM. Russell Means, a great teacher, and what better way to celebrate Mother's Day than to hear Russell Means shouting, she is alive. The earth is alive. Thank you, Russell Means. Stop Shopping Choir with Laura Newman and Nehemiah Luckett gave us the river song. Sundar Ganglani, the composer and the soloist here. Extinction is here. Ooh, extinction is real. Savitri D, director of the Church of Stop Shopping, anchored the news from the natural world. And we put our ears to a black hole there at the end with the sounds of extinction. Jason Candler, our long-suffering editor. Jason, I'm coming to you with these thank yous, and he'll put the, them on the end of the show, and we'll send it out. Thank you, Jason. And I'm Reverend Billy, and I welcome you to join us this Sunday, 5 p.m., at the Earth Church, East 3rd Street, corner of Avenue C in the Lower East Side. Mama Luya, it's Mother's Day. And we're going to defend the Mother Earth. That's how we'll celebrate it. Now, this is the Earth Riot Radio, the radio show and podcast of the Earth Church. It's weekly. If you want to comment or ask a question, please reach us at revbilly.com. That's our website. And there's an email function there. So... Will somebody give me a earth illusion?